Hey everybody, and you're listening to Legends of Wildmount, episode 13, Remnants of the Comet. This episode was streamed live on t Twitch, Wednesday, August 26th, 2020. And this little campaign we're playing uses the Critical Role book, as seen on Critical Role, and as seen on things like DMs, or... God damn it, you know, sometimes writing notes is good to do for your prep. Uh, for this kind of stuff, and then you just kind of fuck up what you want to say anyway. So, as I was saying, Legends of Wildmount. Using the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount book you can find on D&D Beyond and anywhere else you buy your D&D products. And, the Wildmount setting, as seen on Critical Role. Thanks for watching. Hi everybody, and welcome back to Legends of Wildmount. Some announcements before we begin, as per usual. Um, the charity stuff, you already know about. Uh, I'm holding off doing any more charity stuff until September, until I can organize a way to raise money for two charities at once, indefinitely. That is the Bell Project and the Trevor Project. Um, through Tiltify, we can see if there's a way to do it on there where you can have indefinite charities that never end, essentially, because that is the plan. Um, also, thank you to those who've been buying my Ravenloft adventure on DMs Guild. It means a lot to me. Uh, but if you like the Ravenloft campaign setting and you want to do something with your with uh, your party after they beat Strahd von Zarevich, or you're just playing a Ravenloft campaign in general, uh, go to DMs Guild and check out Ravenloft Sorrow on the Sea. It's a seafaring Ravenloft adventure, and it is a lot of fun. And I will most likely run it as a one-shot at some point on this channel, but I don't know where, when, or what group it will be with. Um, yes. Let's check it out. It's like six bucks Canadian. Uh, I don't know how much that is American. Probably way less than that. Um, so. Uh, also, thanks to people who tuned in to our premiere episode on Sunday night of Call of Cthulhu, the Nightmare Society. We'll be doing that again this Sunday, obviously. Episode 2. Uh, as they go... Like, and... Sorry, I watched it. It's super fucking cool. Watch it. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, so yeah, it's us playing through Chaosium Inc.'s uh, Call of Cthulhu uh, rule set, 7th edition rule set. Uh, we're all new to it. We none of us have ever played it before, really. Our only ever experience was the, was a like off-stream little pre-game thing we did. Uh, so part two, episode two of that campaign is this Sunday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern time, uh, and they'll be hunting down. Well, I don't want to reveal the monster just in case people are interested in watching the first part. Um, but it's yeah, it's cosmic horror meets you know just horror in general. It's a lot of fun. Um, it might have quickly become my favorite. Uh, tabletop RPG. D&D uh, is still great and everything, but Call of Cthulhu is just a beast of its own, and it's so much fun. And it's not as complicated as one might think. Um, so yes, it's Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time for Call of Cthulhu, the Nightmare Society. Speaking of Sundays, Soldiers of the Lich Queen has been pushed forward or back uh, in time indefinitely on Sundays. So instead of airing at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Soldiers of the Lich Queen will now air at 5.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Um, and that's just going forward forever, I guess. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. 
speaking of Soldiers of the Lich Queen and Sundays, though, uh, Sunday, September 7th, there will not, or Sunday, September 6th, rather, uh, that is two Sundays from now, uh, we will not be having any live streams during that day, because again, I'll be out of town for Labor Day, um, for the Labor Day long weekend. So instead, on the 6th of September, we'll be airing a one-shot that we record on the 31st of August, um, called The Mage's Tower, and it's a D&D one-shot set entirely in a Mage Tower, I guess? I am not 100% sure, because I am a player in that. Uh, and that is being DM'd by Kirkland. You'll know them from uh, uh, Soldiers of the Lich Queen, where they play Ilvem, and in our Call of Cthulhu campaign, where they play the 1920s heiress uh, Florence Tudor. So they're great, and I'm very excited to play the character I have created for that one shot. Uh, but yes. So. Yes. Um, so. With that in mind, and everything, you know, said, it's time we pick up where we left off. So, the party, now branding themselves as Quatori Yectum, after being asked by these, this, the remains of a farming family you all came across after a tornado had devastated their crops, livestock, and home, after helping the wife get her son pulled from the rubble. Uh, she wanted to know who she, who, she, who, who she was rewarding, and you eventually just said, you know, that word. Uh, you also mentioned that her husband, uh, unfortunately, didn't survive the incident, having come across his body recently. Uh, so with that, you guys gave the farming family some gold, harvested some apples off their property, and even purchased a pot-bellied pig for ten gold pieces instead of the three gold pieces usually offered. Uh, and the pig was called Chaucer, a pot-bellied pig called Chaucer, who semi-serves as the mount of gravel and a future possible food source should Chaucer ever perish. You all spent the next few hours traveling and seeing strange large bats dive down and fly off with the deer when you camped that night, as well as some Empire guards heading down the road toward Diastock asking you all questions but they all passed relatively quickly. And come morning, you were all back on the road towards Druvenlode. And that's where we're gonna pick up the session this week, back on the road. On the road again. And you still have not figured out what that amulet has that smells like an old bar. Okay, um, yeah, I think we're just going to keep, keep on keeping on. Okay. Drugging. Just keep drugging. on. All right. <laughs> so. Tillinger, how are you doing? Sorry. I'm all right. Uh, uh, what, uh, how long has this been now since, um the events of the tornado at this point this is just the day after or? it's basically the day after yeah okay uh how are you doing there's a lot of uh you know a lot of worms and 
Well, I'm not thrilled about the worms. Yeah, me neither. That's gross. I, I mean, I've, um, you know, it, it is what it is. We're on our way to civilization, so to speak, so. It's not civilized, is that what you're saying? Well, we're in the middle of, you know, a farm, a field at the moment. It would be nice to be back in a city is all I mean. Uh, are you from a big city? I am, yes. Which one? Um, sorry. Scroll through backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am from Rosana. Rosana. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. It's the, it's the capital city. It's very large. I thought that was Rexentrum. No. Yeah. A... Different. Different place. Different capital city. Of... You know, like earlier, you remember how they were kind of scrutinizing her because she ever, you know, this? <laughs> Any gestures to all of a body? Because she's uh, an elf? Because uh, she's a... Uh, "Quote unquote, like dark elf." Oh. Um, oh, you're from... By the way, sorry. Yes, indeed. How do you prefer? Uh, we refer to you like Drow or Dark Elf. Her name. What? Whatever well, is I mean, most like... comfortable for you. Oh. I I not particularly invested in either. Uh, title. I'm. Mostly just trying to fit in in this part of the world. I'm not particularly concerned with, um, with 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 that aspect of my culture. I suppose it's it's where I come from, but I'm here now. Ah, uh, my parents were drow. Yes. Hey, your parents and dark were dark elves as well. Yes, they were. How does that work? You don't look anything like... My mother was blessed by an angel and had me. I am Asimar. Hmm. Speaking of dad, Asimar, <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the marching order for you guys right now? I would be out ahead on Varga. Okay. I'm assuming I'm on the cart? Yeah, you were yeah. On, you were left on the cart yeah. last session. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have All an empty cart aside from a large pig. Yeah, it's Chaucer. <laughs> so it's you, Gravel, yeah. Chaucer, and Enoch is leading Umbra. Great. Yeah. So okay, so I'll say Enoch and Umbra next, mm -hmm. and then everyone else is in cart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lindak, while you're in the lead, I would really like you to give me a perception check. Good. Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Enoch. Perception check? Yes, oh. perception. Oh, that's a natural 20. 24. I'm sorry, that fails. No, uh... <laughs> yeah, um... God damn it. <laughs> actually, up ahead, 
Um, <laughs> as I find my notes, the, the exact part of my notes that I need. One moment. I fucked up. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so as you guys are traveling in Enoch, you do see something. I will explain to it what it is in a sec. Uh, the weather today is pretty good. Pretty normal temperature. Doesn't, doesn't Nothing too outstanding. Uh, there's no wind whatsoever. So it's generally it's a nice kind of calm, quiet, peaceful uh, movement through these valleys and hills. Aside from a light rain, everything else is fine. It's kind of like a light spitting, like a... Not like enough to like soak through you. It's like a misting almost. It's like the gods going... Yeah. Or like the bottle of hand sanitizer I used the other day. Uh, so, uh, Enoch. Up ahead on what looks like kind of in a hill. Uh, glowing. Uh, you see what looks like a football-sized rock. Kind of just nestled into one of the hillsides and glowing an all assortment of just rainbow colors essentially. Like it starts like green, then it goes blue, yellow, orange, indigo, violet, uh, back to red, and just keeps okay. changing. When you those. say football, do you mean American football? Yes. Or... Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I'm yes, thinking visually American like a circle. Because I yeah. Whenever. Okay. Okay. Football. Football or football. Football. <laughs> um, Enoch will kind of ooh, 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 pull back on Umbra. Uh, the colors look very similar to that of the comet. Whoa! 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 He's gonna pull back. Lindak. Yeah. He's gonna try to point it out. Lindak. Uh, about there's a about. What we think 20 yards to your left kind of on the crest of a hill is this glowing rock that Enoch just pointed out oh yes I'm gonna kick fire gap trot over to it okay yeah it's a rather it's like this big this big of a rock uh, if you listen to this on the podcast yeah it's American football sized and almost shaped uh, and it's laying in a little tiny crater uh, on this hill, uh, and it's kind of smoking. And the smoke is actually the colors that Enoch is seeing. The smoke is like shifting between these different colors. And at this point, as everyone starts to like follow around, gravel and tilinder, you guys would see the smoking rock in the crater. That's very interesting. Does anybody want to go touch it? Because I would like I to detect magic on it. Uh-huh. Good idea. Should we make I... our way over to it? Yeah, how far away are we from uh... it? Uh, you guys are good. Still a good... Uh, uh, Gravel and Tlinder are a good still like 30 feet back behind uh, Enoch. Right, but how far away is the uh, oh the actual comet remnants? Uh, from you? Well, I'm right Yeah, to it, from Gravel and Tlinder... 70 feet. Enoch, about 40. Lindak is right in front of it. Oh, shit, that's right. Oh, okay. It's, like, right on the path, then. Yeah, it's, like, on one of the hills. Off to the left. Don't touch it. I'm I'm gonna move towards it, get within 30 feet of it, and just do my detect magic. Oh. Wait. Mm. Oh, are you gonna stop me? No. I'm (laughs) not gonna stop you. So you're you're gonna clamber out of the cart to get closer to it? 
Yes. Unless, oh wait, is it still? Unless the cart's still moving. If the cart's the cart stopped, is the cart is still, the cart uh, is still moving. Yeah. Okay, not then I'll fast, wait till though. it's not moving anymore. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or uh, wait and no one is. Oh, Umbra's going to connect to the cart, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys would actually be closer together then. Uh, yeah. So when Enoch stops, the cart stops. Okay. So then, when the cart stops, I'll move whatever I need, the thirty feet I need to to be within range. Okay. Uh, you start casting it. Everyone's kind of looking around, just doing their own thing. Uh, well, uh, so is it a minute ritual or a ten minute ritual for Detect Magic? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. So you're just casting, for, you're spending ten minutes. Uh, what's everybody else doing in the span of ten minutes? Enoch will guide the cart and Umbra up so that they're closer, so um, like a closer distance, uh, at least thirty feet from it. Okay. And then he's just going to watch around and making sure uh, yeah, just like watch the area sure yeah gravel's gonna do a perimeter check uh, but he's gonna be more stealthy about it okay like he's gonna he's gonna see which areas Enoch is uh, focusing on and then like because Enoch is kind of a, a beacon so to speak of, of a man <laughs> uh, gravel's gonna think Okay, where is Enoch looking? I will approach that area perpendicularly to kind of like flank, so to speak. So he's okay. like everywhere he's going, he's just kind of like <laughs> scanning the entire area while also like supporting. Okay. Uh Enoch, you are staring off in what direction? Looking around. He's going to be looking um can we scan the north? So, like, the way so where we were headed? Yeah, the way you're going? Yeah. Kind of watching to see if anybody else has noticed uh, and making their way from the north toward us. Okay. Uh, so, since this is very hilly and open terrain, it's not really hard to... It's not... Uh, rather, it's actually difficult to conceal yourself in this area. So, you can see people coming from miles away. You don't see anybody like headed directly to us okay nope. right off okay um we're in the clear and then gravel stealth check with a perception check oh all right <laughs> uh is this for sound or for vision this would be for vision okay so, so not advantage nope, it's such an open plane right. kind of deal 24 okay <laughs> uh and then Perception. What was perception? Okay. Twenty-five. <laughs> Natural twenty. Twenty-five. Uh, what are you looking for, like exactly? Uh, one, anything of interest. Two, uh, uh, anything that might be hostile. That's also looking to do a grab on whatever this is that's in front of us. You don't see anything. Okay. And then at this point, oh, is uh, Lindak doing anything for these ten minutes? Not really. He's he's staying by the rock, but he's kind of uh, watching Talindra cast her ritual and just okay. basically just chilling right by the rock and watching. All right. uh, after those ten minutes of your casting happened, Talindra, uh, you detect magic from not only Enoch's like 
pendant that he has still that he can't figure out what it is. Um, or the amulet, rather. Uh, but the little comet, comet piece chunk is emanating illusion magic. Illusion magic, okay. Um, so who is nearby me right now? Is, it, is Lonely Lindak nearby me? Yes. Okay. Um, well, then I'll, I'll tell Lindak. It, it seems to be emanating illusion magic. So these colors are an illusion. It may it very seems... well be, yes. Seems likely. Um, all right. Um, Lindak's going to pull out his sword and he's going to try and uh, uh, maybe stick it under the edge of the stone, see if he can flip it a little bit, if that does anything. You flip it, nothing happens. It flips over and the colors are still coming and everything. Yes, the colorful smoke, yeah. Oh, it's smoke, right, yep. yeah. I don't know what to do, guys. What do you want to do with this thing? Should we... And the material, the, the material of the comet itself. Now that you're getting up close and personal with it, um, it has like a very, almost white, sheen to it. Uh, it's like a mix between like a white sheen and like white matte, like M A T T E matte. So non shiny. Non shiny, but still shiny. Is it like sparkly, kind of? Like matte with sparkles, maybe. <laughs> there, so there's it looks... so it's like a, it's like... shiny, but not shiny. You know. Like matte paint, but with rhinestones. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's essentially it doesn't make sense because it's okay. Matte, so it's just kind of and matte doesn't you know reflect because it's not right. reflective, but yeah. it's reflective. Oh, oh I kind of see what you mean. So it's like the reflection is matte. Is I kind of think I know. Is it, I have is it a more feeling this is magic. Yeah, is it more reflective yeah. uh, of light, or can people see the reflection in it? People can see the reflections in it. Okay. As well as the landscape and the lights. It's like a very, very refracted mirror. If I go up to it and just put my hand like above it, yeah. is there any heat emanating from it? Uh, there is not. It's actually quite cool. Hmm. you touch it? I didn't touch it yet. Okay. <laughs> Gravel's too far away and uh, and distracted by other things. Yeah. Well, I... I think Lindak is actually going to go and put his hands on both ends of it and lift it up. Okay, as soon as you lift it up, um, you all... Uh, yeah. Gravel and Enoch would just hear the cusp of this, but nobody else... Or, you guys would hear just you're far enough away we wouldn't understand what it's saying. You just hear like what sounds like noise coming from where Talindra and uh, Enoch are. But Talindra and Enoch... And Dak. That's what I meant. I knew that. Everyone's got Ock names. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's on repeat. It keeps saying in your, like, out loud. Uh, Hotel Quiet. Hotel... Quiet. Ah, tell quiet. Like someone trying to. Uh... And it's it's constant while you're holding this. You just ah, 
hear it with my ears loud. or I hear it in my head? Out loud. Gravelin, you know, I could just hear. But Talindra and I can Directionally both hear. or in our heads? Directionally, coming from Lindak okay. and Talindra. And then, yeah, I just so keep hear it coming from the stone. It, it, yeah, it just keeps saying the words Ha Tel Quiet. Yeah. Tel Quiet. No sense of what language that is? Nope, because none of you know it. Great. Uh, you guys touch some. You come over and see Lindak. Yeah, here. Here it, it is. I have oh. it. It's talking to me, us. Some sort of illusion magic. Tell quiet. Tell quiet. Well, what should I I do with it, guys? And as this like voice is coming out, uh, those of you with the highest passive perception, as I look at my list, oh, it's not really that high. Gravel, Lindak, and Enoch. When you guys approach, you all see, actually, there's a tiny little mouth on the bottom of the comet, and that's where the words are coming out of. <sighs> Tell Quiet. And, uh, and, and turn it over, and, and the mouth will be You can see a mouth. Top. It's like just a mouth. It's not like a... There's there's no descriptors to it. It just looks like a mouth has appeared on the rock and is talking. Uh, Talendra, that mouth is actually where your detect magic is, was pinging to exactly. And the mouth just keeps saying the words, Ha, tell, quiet. Does it, it looks like it's attached to the rock, though, correct? It looks like it's Is part it of the rock. Okay. And it just yeah. keeps saying, Ha, tell, quiet. I don't exactly know what to do with this. Um, Lindak's going to turn it so the mouth is facing out that way and show gravel and enoch look at this it's, it's talking it's got a mouth oh uh, yeah that's pretty gross uh Can you put it down let's put it in a sack i mean it's got to be worth something right Hotel quiet. <laughs> it might be a bit annoying if we're just carrying it all the way hey that's why i said put a sack Hotel over it I don't know if that'll. Let's give it a shot. Do it. Gravel goes put opens the sack for. All right. As soon as you let go of the stone, it stops talking. Oh. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. I'm glad I'm not poisoned or anything. This is awesome. Yeah. As we know. Yeah. That I know of. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I guess we have. The uh, but that bag, the smoke, it, that bag you have, whatever uh-huh. it's in, the smoke is constantly billowing out of that bag. Great. Okay. <laughs> so if I, yeah, if I twist the top, and does it balloon out like it, a balloon? Uh, it does actually. Uh, uh, okay, let it, let it we'll breathe. need to have a burlap sack, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might that be better. Was... Either way, the smoke uh, is going to draw attention. In the sky. And a flash of lightning just... Oh. Uh-oh. And the rain just gets a little bit heavier. Mm. And it's not worms this time, it's just rain. He's going to put his shield over his head. Yeah, uh, pulls his hood up. All right, this is dumb. 
what the heck is this thing? And he's gonna like plop it out onto the ground from the sack. Okay. okay. <laughs> and he's just gonna have a look at it. Okay. Uh, Definitely a piece of a comet. Yeah. Well, he hadn't had a got, gotten a good look at it, so he's essentially learning exactly what Lindek yeah. and Talindra learned extreme, earlier. It's a shiny mat, which doesn't make any sense, and it's like a refractive kind of reflection. So it's, yeah. Is the mouth you saw earlier still there? It is not. As he's looking it over, too, I'll just inform him of all the things that I learned when I was looking over. So for those, just for people watching, if nobody knows what refraction means, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's like prisms, essentially. Yeah. Touch it, gravel. Yeah, Gravel's yeah, gonna yeah, 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 yeah. look at so the spot like, where he saw the breaks. mouth, and then he's gonna just gonna drop a finger on it. Yeah, the mouth opens up and just keeps repeating the same phrase. Yeah, no. <sighs> hmm. That's a... Hotel, uh... hotel... Quit. Hotel quit. Hotel quiet, I think it was. Hotel no, 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 no. Hotel yeah. quit. Definitely. <laughs> Something like that, anyways. Hotel quiet. Is anyone familiar with the language? Nope. Don't recognize it. Uh, uh... Oh, actually, I will let Gravel not, on, not be able to translate but possibly try to figure it out with a history check based on yeah. based on where you're right. based on origin stuff let's do it Whoa. 7 7 you can't <laughs> place, you can't place it yeah no difficulties uh so the last thing i heard was enoch talking about attacking the comet piece yeah, I think I'll just I'll just hit it and we can break it. I don't know about that. I mean, look at it; it's all reflective and shiny. There's got to be some buyer out there that would pay a lot for it. It would certainly be more valuable intact, I'd think. Well, agree with that. All right. It's just not gonna be a big obvious thing if we pass people with the billowing smoke either we'll look on fire well no because it's all sparkly and different colors we can charge them to look at it at a, at a rock <laughs> people pay to look at rocks look at that rock some people, people will pay would. for anything <laughs> oh I'm, uh, I'm actually surprised i'm staring at it i've been staring at it for like 15 minutes now it is very oh. attractive i wonder what those guards missed this that we want that we went by earlier well Lindak missed it see how i wasn't really looking that way though no, they probably weren't either as they were facing the other way too hmm. gotta be really observant gravel to see certain things like prismatic smoke gravel just raises an eyebrow <laughs> height that's probably what it is for me why i saw it the eyebrow just keeps going <laughs> up you're not you're actually kind of surprised how high that eyebrow can go the rings he just re he wipes it and redraws another eyebrow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The rain stops. Things are turning out. Flicks the shield. <clears throat> so have we made the decision that we're taking this with us then? Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, we can use it as a, either some type of bartering or bargaining chip. It's got to be worth of something to somebody. So... And if and if people get really threatening about it, who cares? Just give it over. We don't care about this too much, right? I am a little bit concerned about the attention that the smoke might draw. Is there any way to limit that? Um, I could breathe on it to try to obscure the smoke. I suppose you you could try that. Do uh, do any of you have a bucket or something? We can just put some water, put it in some water, see what happens. Smother it with a blanket or a cloak. Right. Diffuse the smoke. We've done that before with. Uh... I think I have a cloak. Um. <laughs> Gravel just puts his bedroll over it. it. Okay, you put your bedroll over it. Smoke kind of just starts to bellow out from the bottoms. That might have that's, to do. That's better than a stream of smoke. Yes. Or a, a pillar, a column of smoke. It may be smoking just because of the, you know, the descent. Perhaps it'll stop smoking after some time. What if we're moving too? The smoke may dissipate a bit. Well, it, right. it hasn't didn't seem to be emitting heat. Um, no. Justin, when you were saying that it was cool, was it colder than the air, or was it just cool. not colder than the air? Mm. Mm. Even to the touch, too, it was a little cold. I think a comet would be hot. I think. Well, I mean, they are made out of ice, right? Usually. It, it is. Well, there's obvious magic going on here, I think. Well, yeah, I was actually saying words, or what seemed like words. I mean, it sounded like words we could duplicate. There is definitely magical. I did confirm that. Yeah. Illusion. Yeah. Mm. All right, so I suppose we just. You think the voice was the illusion? Yes, the the voice was where the illusion magic was uh, emanating from, yes. Can you dispel that? I, I cannot dispel magic. I can only detect it. Mm. Alright. Like I said, this seems like it's valuable to the right person. I say we keep a hold on it and uh, just ask passerby if they find value in it and just get a couple gold out of it. Whenever we see someone, you mean just preferably hundreds of the first coins. Well, you know, they'd have okay. to. It's all going to depend on how they present themselves, whether we take the deal or not. But it does seem like something that might catch a fair price at the uh, crossroads. Yeah, the Amber Crossroads. Yeah, they. Also, they... Uh, this rock is this piece of comet is twenty pounds. Oh, it's heavy. Ish. We have a cart. We still have plenty of room in the cart, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we lost most of what was in there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there's a big pig <laughs> in there. 
so what, what do you guys think? Um, I know I've been kind of well, adamant about just just because we don't know much about it, might as well sell it to someone who looks like uh, they'd be willing to pay a lot for it, right? I definitely think we should take it with us. That's as far as I'm going to say what yeah. we do with it after that. We'll have to see what comes. I'm just thinking about those vials and how I wish I would have just sold them instead of just giving them away. I, I, I'm in favor for this if everyone else is. Yeah, because I'm going to start pulling the cart a little bit. All right. So you guys are putting the rock, the, the piece of comet, in the cart? Yeah. Yeah, I'll... I'll go back on the cart and okay. kind of make sure it's covered. <laughs> yeah, it's covered, but it's still billowing. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. There's nothing we can do about it. I kind of try to fan it away as much as I can. Not mu not much of an effect. It just kind of eventually just resets yeah. the what if, uh, position. What if we do a safety like waft and try to smell whatever is coming off of that? It doesn't smell like anything. There. Like steam? But yeah, it doesn't, doesn't smell like doesn't smell like anything. Yeah. You you guys will see gravel like seeing it turn green takes a waft of the green. Yeah, nothing. Takes a waft of the red. Nothing. Orange, purple, blue. Nope. <laughs> nothing. He's testing. It's it just all. an illusion, gravel. Mm. <laughs> if it was, that was the same color as the trail of the much larger comet, yes, if I'm was. not mistaken. So, if that's an indication, I think this may be a lingering effect. May very well be. Oh, that yeah. mouth is weird. Yeah, it's that's not like it would answer a question. It just kept saying the same thing over and over. So Maybe yeah. when we, we get to a, a city, we can ask what that phrase means yeah we might as well just like make a sign or something of it post it up anybody who gets drawn to that however it sounds in common we'll just like write it out on some parchment and then just like smack it to the side of the cart <laughs> if anybody's attracted to that uh, that word that might get us in phrase, some trouble <laughs> well who knows well, I at least find out what it is. That, that is true. be truthful about it. I'm just like, hey, we put that there because we wanted to figure out what it meant. If anybody understands, we might as well figure it out. Okay, so Lindek uh, pulls out his calligrapher set and uh, supplies and writes it on a sign on a piece of paper. He's got some letter-sized paper. You want to stick it to the side of the <laughs> cart, or is that a joke? Oh, I actually thought that I did it already, but yes. Oh, you did it? Oh, like a great idea. Okay, sorry. No, that sounds great. Gravel's right. on board. All right, so you slap this strange phrase that none of you know what it means on the side of the cart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll not and the come thing back is to in the cart at all. <laughs> billowing magical smoke. And away we go, right? Yeah. Right. Inak is leading Umbra in the cart forward. Lindak takes off ahead again a little bit, maybe 50 or 100 feet. Right. But yeah, I also need to detect magic. You definitely detected that there is magic coming from that ale-stained amulet that uh, Enoch is still trying to figure out what it is. We already knew. I think I already did it before on the, though, before, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so okay. still magical. Still just magic. a reminder that it definitely is magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Just so you know, it's still magic. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just so it's not just this campaign isn't just travel time, because it's been a lot of sessions of just travel time. <laughs> uh, you guys travel for about another 24 miles. It's eight hours. Uh, the sun slowly starts to set again. Um, and it looks like you're actually passing by still in the plains, though, obviously. Uh, there's actually nearby to the, to the west, there's a little bit of a stream. A tiny, tiny stream. It's not actually shown on the continent map, but it's, there's a tiny little stream that runs through farmland. You get the kind of, this is where like maybe livestock would graze and stuff, or wandering animals would graze. Uh, and actually underneath, or sorry, kind of towering over this one stream is a rather large willow tree. And it's like actual cover uh, in this just sprawling expanse of hills and plains. A little stream with a willow tree kind of suspended uh, over top perfect place to rest and it's about uh it's about a mile or it's about a, it's about sorry no a hundred yards to the west off the road okay. he's gonna guide glindax just gonna head right over there and hope the rest follow him Linak will follow okay and then the cart obviously follows behind because yep. it's attached to umbra all right we don't have a choice uh so <laughs> you get to underneath this willow tree yeah it's a big 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 willow tree um the water underneath it is kind of filled with you know leaves and debris falling off the willow tree into the water uh but the stream is relative it's relatively clear water uh it's not super deep it's maybe like a foot deep um and you can tell the horse is already like trying to like pull themselves towards it to get fresh water. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's gonna start undoing Umbra to get him off. And uh, it's and over the course of those eight hours, it did start to rain pretty heavily. Uh, and underneath this willow tree, none of that rain is actually getting through the willow tree. Like the willow tree is like a good kind of protective canopy oh. out of the rain. And part of good. it's hanging over the river. And Correct. Most of it's not. Most of it is actually hanging over the river, and then there's some of it's hanging over, like, grassland and whatnot. Man, right. willow trees are so freaking cool. And creepy. Yeah. I love willow trees. Yeah. So get Umbra all situated, and then he'll maneuver his way. Uh, actually, he's going to go pick Gravel. He's going to pick Chaucer up mm. out of the back of the cart. You feeling a bit peckish? What's going on? No, you need to... If he's your pet, you need to take care of him and he's going to set him on the ground. <laughs> and hand Whoa. him the harness or the leash that was wrapped around him. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's part of the morning routine. Well, what? You want him to shit in the cart? And as yeah, soon did it like three as times as, all the way. As soon as Enoch like lifts Chaucer out of the cart, just <laughs> and just shits out <laughs> all over, all down Enoch's like left arm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You see, this is this is what you what you get. Hey, I mean, we've all been on the road. I bet you got a shit too. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I was getting him out so I could go do. But all right, if you well, need to know the business, let's do our thing. He's gonna hand him, toss him the rope, and he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Gravel's gonna go take a dump with his buddy. Alright, there's not much cover. <laughs> it's just this tree and the rolling fields and this, yeah. the uh, drinking water. Alright, opposite side of the tree. Right. <laughs> That's in the river. <laughs> you know, it's gonna go downstream to do his business. Okay. <laughs> just in the water. Good idea. Alright. Gravel thing. I play hole. to cover sounds. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so um, everyone, everyone finishes their little bathroom break. Uh, the sun has officially it's been a long day, Justin. Yeah, uh, the sun has officially set. It is now nighttime. Uh, there's is there a fire? Would someone have made a fire at any point before nightfall, or no? Sure, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. so there you gather some of the that Dead weird food. like almost like fuzz that grows on the willow tree. That kind of like looks like the long strands of hair. You see on some willow trees, and you gather that because you would all you you would know that it burns very well, and you just build a fire, kind of un, not underneath the willow tree so much that it just, but like, kind of a good couple feet away, so the entire tree doesn't just go up in flames. And the cart's right there. All your stuff's well, the stuff that well, nothing's in the back of it, except for the. It's still raining. Uh, it is still raining. You can still hear like the. Whatever droplets do make it through the canopy of the tree, you just hear it sizzle when they hit the campfire. Hey, hey, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. That that comet thing, we should put it close to the fire to see if it warms up. Oh, yeah, sure. What, I mean, as long as it doesn't pop and fizz, we should... I don't know. Yeah. It's all right to test things out a bit, I think. Just not too close right we don't want to i mean it could don't be worth a lot fire. yeah we just put a little bit if it reacts we pull it away all right I, I, okay yeah don't touch it with your hands though i don't want to hear that oh, creepy right. voice anymore i kind of cover my hands with my okay. sleeves okay. gloves and yeah. then kind of you know grab, okay. take it and push it and put it bring it over Okay. To the fire. All right. Not like right in. All right. You set it right next to the fire, uh, and it starts to glow red. Like the entire surface of it, the mat, the shiny mat material, whatever it is, starts glowing red hot. Uh oh. Almost instantaneously. He's gonna take his uh, morning star and kind of. Do- and it's not doing anything. It it's not doing anything to the grass either. Like the grass is still completely intact, where this thing is gonna... laying. So we can feel looks... the heat emanating from it? Nope. No heat emanating from it whatsoever. Oh, so it just looks red. It's not... Can actually... you not... It looks like it's glowing red hot, like a, like a like metal at a blacksmith's forge, hmm. but it's not emanating any heat or smoke. Like, no more smoke than it is already, uh, and it, the grass that's underneath is just completely fine. Is anyone opposed to me touching it? I, I was going to... I had, a, had, a, had an idea, I thought. Oh, okay. You do your idea. He's going to... Like, pick it up, but he's gonna run over really fast, and he's gonna submerge it into okay. the. So as soon as you water. pick it up, there's no heat whatsoever. It's still ice cold. It's still cold, and submerges it into the water. Okay. Hotel quiet. <laughs> yeah. Hotel quiet. 
Not even underwater. It's still completely audible underwater. Does it react to? He releases it. Does it react to the water? Illusion. It goes. It just goes. Stops talking as soon as you let it go in the water. But it does stop glowing in the water. And turn back to white. It did. He's gonna pick it up and he's gonna toss it. So out. As soon as you pick it up out of the water, it is now scalding hot. You oh, take boy. Oh. oh no. Uh, ten points of fire damage. Oh, and no. uh as you go to throw oh. it, you all watch as some of Enoch's cooked palm flesh peels off and sticks to the rock. And the rock rolls near the fire oh, again. Fuck. And it rolls back near the fire and it looks like it cools down. Uh, are you alright, Enoch? No, he's quite nasty. Yeah, it's like third degree burns, and you can see where the skin came off attached to the rock where that skin is still attached. Oh, we gotta wrap that. Would you like some healing? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I'll, I'll give a, a cure wounds at first level. Yeah, it's a good thing you guys didn't let that thing just hang out in the rain. That thing would have got real hot. Oh, yeah, jeez. Uh, you get it's eight. It's hot when it's cold, and it gets cold when it's hot. Maybe. That's confusing. Uh, I I feel like we should call this the contrarian rock and sell it as such. Um, I wonder what other weird things it does. So you're, you're uh, Talinder, you're healing Enoch's like just disgustingly yeah. like grilled hands. Yeah, for I, I heal it eight eight. Right. Points. Yeah. So oh, your yeah. your hands heal, but if anyone who's ever had like a burn. Like a really bad burn, there's still like the uh, the very pink skin where the burn was. But it's this uh, with magical healing, it's not tender or it doesn't. It's not like excruciating when it's touched. Right. So he can still like wield yes. something in that hand. Okay. Yes. That was stupid. <laughs> that won't scar or anything. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. That wasn't stupid. The I, I would stupid. have done the same. Oh, the rock is indeed stupid. I will agree with that. Stupid rock and gravel. Give it a kick. I it tell we get whatever that means. Yeah, you, kick, you, kick, it, yeah, you kick it with your boot and it yeah. just kind of nudges a little bit. Just yeah, that's right. Take it. And that's gonna move into like the, the underneath the willow. All right. Uh, so at this point, it's about ten p.m. Oh jeez, let's get to sleep already. It's been dark for like three hours. All right. So who's first watch? Um, I'll take first watch. Okay, who is second watch? I'll go second. Okay, who's third watch? Gravel. Alright. Well, Tal, shouldn't you do first and er, second? No. I could, yes. Or first and fourth? Because I need four hours, correct? So yeah. I'll yeah. Do If the you did first and fourth, two. then two people just need to do the second and third. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll do first four. Is that... No, idea? it's first and then last watch, and then okay. between the that it's third, it's second and third will be two other people. You get near four hours. Okay. Yeah, because okay. you'll meditate for those four hours, so you could do the last watch. So it's Tal, Lindat, Gravel, Tal. Okay. Where's Enoch in this equation, or is he just sleeping through everything? He's just talked to everybody. Well, he doesn't have any dark vision, so he's not going to. Oh, okay, that. cool. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Yeah. Yeah, the camp- campfires only do like a fifteen foot radius or so. <laughs> yeah, so. 
and, and, and it's kind of and it's pitch moving. black out here because again, open field. Yeah. All right. And the moonlight. There's not a lot of moonlight tonight. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of cloudy, so there's not a lot of moonlight coming down. So it's actually relatively dark out. All right. Because I know I know that like uh, when you're in a city, it can be like really there aren't any stars. But then when you're like in, yeah, there's tons. In yeah. But not tonight. Uh, so Tao, let's, where's everybody sleeping first off? Enoch, you're under the tree somewhere. You hear him grumbling in giant mode. Windeckle. <laughs> Roll up in his bed. Roll rock. under the wave. Stupid rock. That's essentially right. repeating stupid rock until he falls asleep. Alright, so Lindak <laughs> is under the cart. Is the Crap. cart under the willow? It is. Yeah, okay. Uh, where is the comet piece, though? It was kicked, and it's still. It's technically at this point, it's still by the fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gravel, right, where are you sleeping? By the cart, under the cart. Without Chaucer, Chaucer's in the back of the cart. Good to know. That's fine. And Talindra, you have first watch. Uh, yeah. First, first hour of your watch, relatively boring. You hear Chaucer fart in his mm -hmm. sleep. Yeah, I'm assuming I can't see much the in the willow tree, so I'm kind of doing the rounds. You're doing the rounds? How far out? Just uh, just enough that I can see outside of the willow tree. Like, I'm to the edge of the tree, so I can see. Alright, so how much dark vision do you have? I have... Maybe you have 160 or 120. Something like that. 120. 120. So you can, yeah. You can see right from where you are, you can see 120 feet out without issue. Okay. That's yeah, not... so I just kind of do the rounds. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you walk around for the first hour. Yeah, nothing of real interest. Uh, you, as you're like kind of coming back around, you hear Chaucer let out a huge fart in the cart. Again. Fart in the Ooh. cart. Um, oh boy. And some of it actually leaks out into the back of the cart and starts to drip through the panels on the bottom of the cart and drip down onto the people sleeping underneath. Justin, that's not a fart. <laughs> it's a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and it's dripping down through the wood panels on the cart to whoever might be sleeping wow. down there. We'll figure I it out. I see you. it and then pretend I didn't see it. <laughs> and, Excellent. And then I, I'm also making sure that the nothing weird is happening with the rock. Uh, it's still by the campfire, still just sitting okay. still. Uh, as you finish up your watch, though, I need a perception check. Because everyone, when they make a watch, have to do a perception check. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Just on the cusp of your dark vision, so you can't make out shapes. Uh, kind of slinking through tall meadow grass, because uh, the grass all everywhere in this field, aside from under the willow trees, about a good four feet tall. Um, you see shapes kind of moving through the grass. You can't get actual like dimensions or features, but. Uh, okay. Some of the shapes look relatively small, like gravel-sized small. Mm -hmm. But one of the shapes does look like it's maybe Lindak in height. And then it kind of just drops to all fours and disappears in the grass and still continues to move forward towards the campsite. And they're towards about a good, the campsite. They're about 140 feet out. 140 feet out, okay. Yes, yeah, so you, can't, um... you can't make up features or anything, just like vague shapes. Did it seem distinctly humanoid? It didn't. It looked like humanoid know. from a distance, but it they it dropped down into the grass basically, and you can still see it moving. And the yeah. Okay. 
I um, I'm gonna watch it for a bit and kind of just prepare a spell in case. But I'm watching it, seeing if making sure it's still getting closer. Getting closer. It is getting closer. Uh, at this point, uh, the shapes uh, are about. Let me just let you know exactly. Uh, about f uh, um, how far? I said they are forty feet out, correct? One hundred and forty. That's right. I think he said one hundred and forty. At this point, they're sixty feet away, and it's been twelve seconds. Okay, that's concerning. They're moving, um... they're, they're moving relatively quick, and you you don't think how can a human humanoid crawl that quickly after dropping into that thick grass? Okay, um, and um, do I ha do I get any sense at this point of what they are? Give me another perception check, but with disadvantage because they're actually concealed in the grass. See if you can like make a tiny little glimpses through the grass. With disadvantage. Correct. Because they're technically heavily obscured by the grass. Well, they're obscured by the grass. Yeah. Oh, that's not great. That's a five. A five. No features. I got two twos. Oh not, my God. No features whatsoever, but they're incredibly close. And now they're 40 feet away, but still in the grass. Okay, I'm going to um, kind of back up into where the willow is. Okay. Into into the willow where everyone's kind of in this area. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to say. As you do that, though, because it takes about six seconds to do that as movement. Oh, right. Uh, these shapes burst out of the grass not quickly they just sort of cr crawling out of the grass the smaller ones there are about five of them uh and they look like they're fanged and lipless and ever grinning madly staring and they're on spindly legs and long arms and they're the size of gravel roughly bristles and spines project from odd patches on its pallid skin and its long fingers and in broken and dirty nails uh, and as it's kind of like, it's like constantly like making these weird chittering noises. And as it's making these chittering noises, you feel like your thoughts, uh, Talindra, are being disrupted almost. Uh, and you, you start seeing like flashing colors, hallucinations, disorientation. Um, the bigger figure, however, looks like it was cr like a crawling, very quickly humanoid-esque looking figure. Um, but once it gets closer... Um, it's a low slung kind of like creeping like figure with multiple gangly arms about six or so of these gangly arms um and it, it you, when it's moving it's like creeping along the ground sticking to shadows uh hide, and it's almost like it's hiding in spots that seem too shallow or well lit to conceal anything like it's hiding in those spots uh and it's definitely bigger than it appears based on how it's moving around because of its hunched posture and emaciated frame. And this thing, uh, this weird, like, weird, low-slung, creeping horror uh, kind of just says to you, Tell Anna Awasa, tell Aladir. Um, I was preparing a spell before. Yeah, what were you preparing? What was it? 
Oh, I was well, I didn't specify. Um, but can I at this point um, do a a uh, sorry? I'm just gonna see what make sure what it's called. A dancing lights to try to wake the others up. You can also just shout. <laughs> I could just shout. Um. Uh, yeah, I'll just shout. Okay, you shout. Everybody roll okay. initiative as these creatures immediately become hostile. Gravel, Lindak, and Enoch will be prone for this. Uh, as you just hear Talindra shout out. Nice. I'll just say, we've got company! <laughs> and yeah, when you all wake up, you see the, the weird creatures I just described kind of standing 40 feet away at the entrance of this um, of this kind of clearing you're in. Um, and they're about 20 feet away from the cart. And you can all kind of see them change their attention to the rock by the campfire. But they still appear incredibly hostile at this point. Uh, so, Gravel, what'd you get for initiative? 22. Lindak. 8. Enoch. 16. Talindra. Got 6. Alright. Gravel, you're first. Underneath the cart, I believe. Yeah. You look over, Gravel's... Lindak's got, like, poo running down the side of his head. Uh, what would it take to give that a wipe as I stand up? An action. This is interacting with That's another so creature. Mean. That's so mean. I know. Uh, yeah, he's gonna look at that and be like, the, uh, and then look at everything around him. How far away are the little ones and the big one? Uh, they're ten feet away from the cart where you are currently hiding under. Okay. All of them are grouped together in one big group, grouping, yeah. And you get the sense they can see some of the others, like basically Enoch, essentially. And it looks like a lot of them are just going to splinter off and rush towards anyone they can get their hands on. What do their eyes look like? Oh, boy. How many of them are there? The little ones? Uh, fuck. Um, I don't know, there's five of them? Yeah, five. Their There's eyes are just, like, wide and madly, like, grinning constantly with these eyes. Just, they're wide and madly open. Okay, so it looks like they're using their eyes. Yeah. Okay. And they don't appear, uh, they don't appear humanoid whatsoever. Well, okay, so I would like to... Oh, wait, so they don't appear humanoid. Nope. That means, like... Do they have legs and... Arms they do. or I legs said, and legs? I said they had spindly and gangly arms and legs. Okay. With, like, extra elbows? Is that why they're not humanoid-looking, or...? They just... they just Looking at them, they don't look like humans. Oh, okay. Well... Humanoids yeah. are humanoid creatures. Mind flayers aren't considered humanoids. So they okay. don't So they don't look humanoid. Right. Okay. Uh... So I would like... As Gravel, I would like to, uh... Go over and grab oh, the... one second. Uh, since you're within... Okay, yeah, never mind. You feel this weird kind of, like I described to uh, yeah. Talindra. It feels like you feel this... You feel like your thought patterns are being disrupted and you keep seeing flashing colors and disorientation all around you. Yeah. Well, I would like to grab the rock and cast Blur on myself. Alright, as soon as you grab the rock, it constantly just starts saying that phrase. Sweet... Um, and that's when they change what they're saying and they say something entirely different. And they say, Kill Telena. 
And they all change their focus to gravel. Good thing I cast Blur on myself. Yikes. Uh, I would like to use my movement to get away from them. Alright, so it's your action to cast a Blur, correct? Yeah. Alright, so you have to crawl to get under from under the carriage. We described that. I already stood up, though, right? I used half my movement. You'd have to get out from under the carriage to do that. Yeah. So okay. your, so it's crawling to get out, so it's 10 feet to crawl out from under the carriage. Yeah. And then half movement to stand up. Great. So you're at... What's your total movement speed? 25. So you have five, you have five feet left. Great. Bonus action dash. Okay. So how far can I get away from him after I pick up the thing? Your movement speed, 25. Sweet. I do that. All right. Are you going into the grass or are you going somewhere else in this little clearing? The grass, uh, is, the grass is four feet tall. The Wherever the furthest... Uh, uh, <laughs> um, gosh, what have I got on me? Um, sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Um, um, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, just go, uh, towards the they didn't come from the riverside correct the creek side they did not okay i'll go over by the creek then all right are you going through the creek because the creek is difficult terrain because it's a foot deep no i'm going next to it all right you go right next to the creek they're still about from yeah they're still like 20 feet away roughly cool i'll i mean like if i still have extra movement have... i will stay along the creek right. and That's, get you, you, away from that so you're getting to the creek is 20 feet so you have five feet well, then I'll go five feet further away from them. Okay. Is that your turn? Uh, that's my action, bonus action, and movement. So that is all that I can do. All right. That'll bring it to one of those gangly things, and it is going to race right towards you with its full speed and actually get up to you. Oh, jeez. Okay. And so, yeah, 30 feet to get right to you. Twenty Because you're 20 feet away, 25 feet. Yeah, so it gets up to you with 30 feet. And it's going to open up this unnaturally wide mouth and go to sink it onto your shoulder. And it is the same size as you. Exact same height. Hey, this is mine. <laughs> and because of blur... Disadvantage. disadvantage. Alright. <clears throat> oh, wait. Maybe. Yep, okay. Just checking because of that, that constant weird color palette that's just flashing through the air for everybody. Uh, with disadvantage, that's a 13 to hit. That does not hit. Alright, so this it it just snags onto your clothes, and it rips a hole in your clothes. Hey, that was expensive. And it just says, kill Talelena to you. Yeah, maybe some other time, dickhead. And the one that was, like, hunched over on the ground rises up to its full height of about six and a half feet tall, going from two feet tall to six and a half as it stands its full height lets it a roar, and then drops back down and skulks really quickly towards gravel using 40 feet of movement. Mm -hmm. And that thing... Well, it does not get ambush because you've taken your turn already. So instead, it is going ah. to do... 
its flurry of claws on gravel. No. Okay. So this is an action that does require a recharge, and that is six claw attacks. Six? Yeah. Cool. Uh, all with disadvantage because of blur. Thank fucking God. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, the first one is a 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. So... Uh, 11 slashing damage. Oh, shit. Uh, the second claw attack, that's uh, a natural one with disadvantage, so it just takes a big chunk out of the muddy ground around the creek. Alright. Uh, the third attack with disadvantage is a 19 to hit. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Okay, good. I still have concentration. Uh, what's the, how much damage for this third uh, attack? 11 slashing damage. <sighs> I'm almost dead. I was at full health, and so now I'm down to five. Uh, concentration for blur? Yeah. That was... DC's 10. Uh, yeah, no, that, I failed. Okay, so blur goes away. Yeah. Uh, those three, the fourth claw attack... Is a 15 to hit? Uh, that's right in the armor class. Okay. Uh, for only six slashing damage. I'm down. All right. Uh, how many attacks was that? Four? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, it is going to... And does the, does the, when I drop this thing, does it roll into the water like I was planning? <laughs> It does not. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid uh, rock. So Stupid it's, rock. it's going to... It's going to... It's going to use one of those attacks. No, because that's in an action. Never mind. Uh, it's going to use a bonus action then, just to do this. As part of this ability it has, it's going to use its bonus action to sprint towards the still prone Enoch against the tree using its yep and it's going to make its one claw attack yeah, uh, yeah, 20 feet of movement to get to Enoch and it's going to do one of these flurry of claws at Enoch with advantage because you're prone against the tree that is a natural 20 as it just rushes up and sinks its claws into your stomach. Um, I rolled really bad for damage. Uh, that's six slashing damage. And because it's advantage, actually, you take psychic damage. You feel this like, psychic energy, like, uh, flaring in your brain. So you take eight psychic damage because of the crit. Uh, stone endurance as a reaction. Okay. Uh, so 1d12... Nine plus two is eleven. All right, and it can't actually run back to gravel, so it's going to stay here and make its final attack against you, Enoch, with mm -hmm. advantage. That is a fourteen to hit. Does not hit. All right, see if that recharges its flurry of claws, and it fucking does. Holy shit! Uh, that'll bring it to one of these other little small spindly things. It's going to move over to where gravel is, unconscious on the ground. Uh, and it is going to 
use its action to grab the rock off of Gravel's person. And that voice emanates once again. Enoch, that'll bring it to you. Okay. He's gonna stand up. <clears throat> this, this is one of these little tiny things right in front of you. Okay. Um... And yeah, that you just see the same thing like that weird discordant. Oh no, the small thing is not in front of you. The big thing that yeah. uh, took gravel is in front of you, and it's yeah. You still see that discordant like color display. Okay. Um. Okay, so he's going to point uh, at the smaller one that just picked up the the rock, mm -hmm. and he's going to cast command. Okay, and he's going to tell it to drop. That's a wisdom saving throw, right? It is a wisdom saving throw. 17. Just a straight 17. Yep. Okay. Uh, bonus action. I'm not going to do that. Uh, let's go into action surge. He's going to action surge, and he's going to bring the morning star up to hit the creature in front of it because and like of those, the lower because of those weird scintillating colors that attack is made with a disadvantage okay and the colors are emanating from the smaller ones not this big guy disadvantage probably not gonna hit that's 11 plus 5 is 16 16 hits oh. uh, so you kind of like, right. like shield your eyes from the color and just bring this uh, morning star down up against its like weird chin. Let's go ahead and throw a divine smite into that. Sounds good. Uh, are they undead or fiends? They are not. Okay. Um, so eight. I like rogue really high on that. Uh, eight plus six is fourteen. Plus five is nineteen. Okay. Damage. All right. Uh, yeah, he's... He's... Tau! Gravel! It's an end my go. Okay, that'll bring it to Chaucer. Uh, Mr. Gravel, what's Chaucer doing in the back of the wagon? Probably fucking shitting himself. <laughs> I haven't trained him enough. Uh, he, that's up to you, DM. I'm, I've got one day of training under him. I, he's, your, he's, he's your pet. You control him as a creature. Oh, I didn't think it was official until I finished oh, no. like, like, actually you, training. Yeah, he's... He, well, I mean... He, he, right now, he's doing what you think he's doing. Yeah, he's probably, like... If he's not... I don't know. You said there were some loud noises. He probably got Scream. up and he's just kind of, like... Just chittering and at screaming, everything. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's probably just going, squeak. Uh, uh, oh, they don't have any... Actually, pigs actually don't he's have, probably going to take off. Okay, pigs don't have any attack actions. Yeah. Uh, so it's he's, half, just, he's probably just going to run away. Okay, so it's half movement to get out of the cart. So he's got 15, okay. he's got 15 feet of movement left. Yeah, he's just going to run All right, away. Into the grass, 15 feet. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll, bring it, that'll bring it to one of these other little gangly things, and it's going to... Uh, run to Talindra with its full movement speed and it's going to tend to bite Talindra on the leg because again it can only reach basically her thigh and waist uh, 18 plus 3 to hit well, that'll hit for a bite alright um, 5 piercing damage as it bites into your leg 
And I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw as you feel like when it bit you, you got confounded a little bit. Oh boy. That's sorry, that was wisdom save you said? Correct. Uh, that is a 10. A 10 is the DC. You succeed. You get the sense if you failed, all the creatures, all attacks against you have advantage once you get bitten by one of these things and fail to save. Okay, good to know. Alright, uh, that's its turn. That'll bring it to Umbra. Uh, fuck. Uh, Umbra will... feel Umbra would be... <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. Can he do a... <laughs> Shit. He's gonna... He, I think he would be protective of Enoch. I, I'm gonna assume that he's not gonna... Yeah. Uh, he's he's a little too... a little too rambunctious not to be. He's gonna charge up, at gallop the, up, and he's gonna ring bring his hooves. Down on the big tall guy? Yeah, the big tall guy. Alright, make an attack roll with Umbra's hooves. All right. Twenty-three to <laughs> plus plus five. That hits. Yeah, the hooves 20. just boom hit this thing in the side of the head, and it's like joss. Oh wait, disadvantage because of these oh, lights. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, that's a uh, sixteen to hit. I rolled an eleven. Oh, I just dribbled all over myself. Oh yeah, it hits. Okay, so with damage, that was seven plus three, so ten bludgeoning damage. All right. <laughs> Just uh, uh, like crack, and you see like really one of these well. eye, one of these weird eyeballs it has dislodges for a second, and then just it looks like there's creatures kind of man cr controlling this thing from the inside, and you watch as little worms pull the eyeball <sighs> back up into the socket. Umbra's gonna hit the ground and start huffing and looking looking aggressive. All right, that'll bring us to Varga. Argus a warhorse. Correct. So she's trained for this stuff. Okay. She can do a trampling charge if the horse moves at least yep. 20 feet toward a creature, hits yep. it with hooves attack. Yep. Target must succeed on a 14 strength yes. saving throw or be yep. not. Correct. And then you can make another attack with your hooves as a bonus action. Uh, 17 to hit with the hooves after. And you're doing the trampoline. Who are you attacking? Uh, whoever's 20 feet away that he could get to. Would Is the... the big one within 20 it, yeah, feet? Yeah, the big one. But that attack has to be with disadvantage because of these scintillating and c confounding lights. Okay, disadvantage then. Um... Okay, 16. That's 22. And that's 12. Does a 12 hit? A 12 does not hit. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, that's your movement. Uh, and then the, and then hits with a hoof attack. Yeah, so that's your movement in action. Because your action still technically is the hooves attack. So that's Vargas' turn, essentially. Okay. Alright. That'll bring it to one of these other small creatures that's going to scurry under the cart after the prone Lindak and attempt to bite Lindak on the throat. Uh, prone because of because prone or advantage because of prone. Man, 18 plus 3 to hit. Lindak. 
It hit me under the cart yeah. still? It's running. It's, this thing is the same size as gravel, so it just scurries under the okay. cart and bites oh, yeah. into your neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my AC's 18. Okay. Uh, that is six piercing damage, and I need a wisdom saving throw. As you feel this weird, like, confounding effect come over you. Is saving throw? Correct. Uh, nine plus two, eleven. Eleven succeeds. You are not confounded. That's that brings it to you, prone under the cart with this one little weird gangly cr creature, like kind of like standing over top of your face. Okay, manifest echo right behind him and poke him with my sword. Uh, with disadvantage because your echo would be prone. Yeah. Okay, my echo would be prone. Well, it, I don't. I don't. I don't it doesn't say anything about echoes just being able to like phase through solid objects. And I'm. I've always assumed that the echo takes the current position you have. Like how you're positioned. Okay. It doesn't say so. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't say that it phases through objects. So. Uh, nat twenty and a nat one. All right. So just kind of this. Uh, the weapon digs into the dirt. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else for you, Lindak? Um, okay, what I just did there was bonus action and no action. Okay. Um, so I still have an action and movement. Um, can I roll out the other side of the... Yes, but it will get... Wagon and stand up? Yes, but it will get an attack of opportunity on you. Okay. I gotta do it. And by the way, I'm wearing my armor. And because you're still prone when you're moving away, so that is with advantage, uh, that's a 22 to hit. 19 yeah, plus, 19 plus 3. Yeah. Uh, 7 piercing damage and another wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. Alright. Uh, that'll bring it to another one of these little gangly things, and it's going to run over to where Gravel and this other little gangly thing is, and it's going to uh, hit uh, hit the little rock with its claws and actually crack it open. And as it's when the comet's cracked open, those words stop. And you guys see, like, a little, those of you that are conscious, see a little curl of smoke in the shape of a worm come out of the comet and disappear and that little comet crumbles to dust and that'll bring it to Talindra Talindra about 20 feet away from you you can see uh, gravel lying on the bank of the river essentially bleeding out yeah um, there's a guy in front of me correct yep and there's two yeah. guys over gravel uh, okay um Okay, I'm just going to have to take the attack of opportunity, I guess, okay. and go for gravel. Alright. 17 plus 3 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, 6 piercing damage, and then wisdom saving throw. Yeah. That was a 19 for the wisdom. Okay, so that's, that succeeds. Okay, so I um, I run to gravel. Okay. And I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds at second level. Okay. 
That, that's 16 All right, so Gravel, points for him. Gravel, you come back to consciousness with 16 hit points. You see Talendra and two of these small little gangly creatures uh, standing above you, and you see this strange, like, dust on your chest from where the comet disintegrated. And uh, for my bonus action, yep. I'm going to do my Mantle of Inspiration, give everyone four temporary hit points. All right, and everybody can use movement if they so choose. And I believe without invoking attacks for opportunity with mental inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I'll use half of mine to stand up. Yep. And then you have yeah, twenty-five divided by two is always really difficult. Uh, it usually rounds down to ten. Yeah, so you have ten left. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I'll use that to. I don't know. What What does it look like they're doing now? They're still attacking people, but that's because they haven't had their turns yet, so. Alright, I'm gonna get close to the big guy. I'm feeling okay. pissed. You can get as close as you need to with him with 10 feet. He's about 20 away, so. Okay. That's it. All right. I mean, it's not my turn, so I'm just using mm -hmm. the movement to get there. All right. uh, so that's your action bonus action movement to Lindra. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I have the movement from the thing as well, so I'm gonna move away from. Correct. Yeah, so I'll just move like I don't know, ten feet away, so I'm just not like directly in front of one of them. Okay, and how many temporary hit points does everybody get? That includes uh, Chaucer, who's running away, and the horses. No, uh, I didn't include them in the. Okay, never mind. I, just, I was just, just doing because it's four people, okay. right? So just that's the right. Four of us. So yeah, just the four of you guys. Yeah. Get. F yeah. All right, that brings it to gravel. Uh, he's gonna cast blindness, blindness on uh, the big guy. Alrighty. Constitution saving throw. Uh, nineteen. All right, that succeeds. Uh, and then Gravel's gonna be like, "Well, shit," and he's gonna bonus action insightful fighting on him okay so that is yeah deception check so charisma okay so uh, I have to roll I, I got a nat one on my oh, insight so. I rolled five minus two yeah I got a nat one which right. is eight but still it's All right. nat one and that window I mean that's an ability check it's not a attack it's not a natural it's loss it's, it's I don't know I'm just asking was this natural ones are still fails and stuff though okay but for the sake of this i'll right. say it succeeds <laughs> no dude it's fine all right uh so uh i'm gonna just use my movement to uh peel off in a completely different direction where hopefully there aren't any more of those things okay so 25 feet away okay. from everything okay uh start this new round that big gangly thing uh, says Sekar Korshay Veldil Asa Nefelir and as he says that it looks like these little tiny things are going to start running away but the big one is staying behind so uh, the one that had I gotta remember which one, the one that ran towards Talindra but she moves away from that one that one is just going to use movement and dash to sprint into the grass and disappear from sight that one's effectively effectively out of combat. Well, 
No, it's not because it can still be seen. It's in the grass, but it's like 60 feet away. Or 80 feet away. No, 60 feet away. That's right. Uh, and then the Mangler's turn. It re did recharge its claw attacks, and it is standing over Enoch at this point in time. Uh, so it's going to use its flurry of claws on Enoch. Or Enoch. Uh, and since Enoch hasn't had an, hasn't had an attack yet this round or turn yet this round, uh, the uh, attack rolls are at with advantage because of ambush. Oh, so it's every round on the if first round. So on the first round. Rolls, oh, wait, on the first round of say... each combat. Yes. Oh no. Never mind. No, it doesn't. Just yeah, it's still gonna do the flurry of claws, but not with advantage. Oh, okay. I was, for a second, I was just like, man, so if it rolls really well on initiative, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, so that's a 26 to hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, five slashing damage. Just five slashing damage. Okay. Uh, second attack is a 17 to hit. Uh, that just hits. Okay. Uh, 10 slashing damage. Okay. Third attack is a natural one, so it just rips a huge chunk out of the tree. Uh, that was three, so fourth attack is a, yeah, that, I think that hits, uh, yeah, 22 to hit mm -hmm. for five slashing damage, uh, and then claw attack number five is a 10 to hit. Nope. So yeah, just digs into the tree again. Uh, and the final attack is a 21 to hit. Yes. For 7 slashing damage. Okay, yeah, Enoch is looking real rough. Uh, see if that recharges. It does not. Uh, that'll bring it to one of the ones that sprinted over to Gravel to grab the rock. It also flees 60 feet total to get back into the grass in the direction the other one went. Uh, bringing it to Enoch. Okay. Um... Have we even hit this thing yet? Yes. Yeah, I have. Me and Umbra have. <laughs> um, can I do bonus action second wind? Yep. Where are my D10s? There they are. I'm gonna go with blue. That's a 10 plus 2. That is 12. Thank God. Still looking rough though. Okay. Uh, and he is going to, with that bonus action, he is going to use a uh, action to go ahead and swing his morning, morning star at this thing. All right, make an attack roll. Uh, still, still with disadvantage because okay. it's the, some of the ones that are still remaining still have that close colors going off. Wow, I rolled a five to fifteen. Uh, it's not going to hit ten. All right, no, ten does not hit. It kind of just slashes at your morning star with its claws and deflects the hit. That's bonus right. action action. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, Chaucer does another uh, movement dash, 60 feet to run away. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll bring it to one of these other ones. This one was the one that, if I remember correctly, was one of the other ones. No. Yes. This one just, yes, yeah, sprints because it's not near anybody. Uh, 60 feet into the grass and is gone. Uh, that'll bring it to Umbra. Yeah, Umbra's going to attempt again to hoof him. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm rolling really well for Umbra. So that was a 16 and a 13, but Umbra gets a plus 5, so 18, 18 to hit. 18 hits. Another just cramps, slams Jesus. into this thing with its hooves again. 
Okay, I rolled a four and a one. That's five plus one second. Uh, five plus three is eight. All right. Bludgeoning. This thing's looking real hurt. Uh, anything else, or just stand right there? Yeah, we're just gonna huff and All right. whinny. All right, that'll bring it to Varga, who is also right in front of this weird thing. And it's Varga's turn, and she's also within five feet, or he's with, also within five feet of this big old thing. All right, who's attacked then? Okay. Advantage or disadvantage? Disadvantage, because the coloring, the flashing lights are still happening. Okay, it's 19 and 16 plus 6. Hits. 22 to hit. Hits. Uh, so 2d6 two six plus six. 4. Oh, that jumps up a good Oh, cut double ones. Good gravy. Six points of damage. All right. Uh, anything else, like movement, or stand right there just to pummel this thing? Um, I think that's all she can do. All right. Uh, yeah, one of these other ones. The one that actually attacked Ogden initially, or not Ogden, Lindak, uh, <laughs> is going to movement dash to sprint away. Does your... Opportunity yeah, attack. Yeah, from your echo. Yep. With disadvantage, because of yeah the lights, but also because still prone. Uh, five doesn't hit, so yeah, it sprints off and disappears into the grass as well. Uh, that'll bring it to Lindak. You are now standing on the other side of the cart, not prone anymore, and you can see this. You can see all the tiny little things just sprinting off. You see Chaucer sprint off. Uh, you see the horses and Enoch and Gravel approach to fight the big. Uh, mangler looking thing. How far away is he from Lindak? Uh, 15 feet or so. Okay, Lindak's gonna run over towards him and he's also gonna bring his echo over. Okay. And, uh, and is it your bonus action to move your echo? No, it's free action to move it. Jeez, alright. Yeah, I know. Um, and he's already attacked. No, that was a that was a reaction. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah. he's going to attack it with his sword then. Okay. Lindak himself is. Disadvantage? Yes. Uh, 12 and a nat 20. 12 plus 4, 16. 16 hits, though. You just run up and slash into this thing's back. Eight points of damage. Okay. And uh, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, this will bring it to the last one that cracked open the comet piece. It, too, is just going to sprint through the stream and in... No. It's going to follow its allies. That was really stupid. Uh, and as all of these things finally kind of just run away, that scintillating color display disappears. Because it was being projected off of them. So no longer disadvantage. No longer disadvantage on attack rolls. Bringing it to Talindra, you're still standing over where Gravel was. Okay. Oh, you and... should. Oh, sorry. You get an attacker opportunity on the one that ran away just now if you want to take oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just. Uh, one moment. With my rapier. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I accidentally did the wrong one. There we go. That was a dirty twenty. Hits roll damage. It goes right, to I rolled the damage first by accident, okay. and it was an 11. Oh, shit. Uh, hobbling along with barely any hit points left, it scurries off uh, and disappears into the grass. So, 
Now it's your okay. turn. Only the big, uh, gangly one remains. And he seems like he's still he looks pretty set on fighting us. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Okay. He said something that caused the smaller ones to flee, and he's, yeah, and he stuck around. He's not going anywhere. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to do uh, Tasha's hideous laughter on him. Okay. Shout out for the and new book. A Very wisdom excited save of fourteen. Uh, yep. Natural one. Ha! So he's laughing. Yep. And falls <laughs> prone. Prone. Yep. Just. Laughs just like a weird like gurgling sound like <laughs> and then just yeah. falls on the ground cackling up a storm. Uh anything and, else? And I I will give a um I'll I'll, I'll give a inspiration to uh to Enoch. Alright, so it's a D six, I believe. Yeah. Uh Thanks. yes. Alright. Uh, Gravel brings it to your turn. This thing just kind of falls down in front of you. Still ten feet away, but it's just laughing on the ground, pounding its arms. It's like six arms into the ground. Gravel's gonna cast Disguise Self to look like one of those things that was his size. Can you Disguise Self if it's not a humanoid? Um, anything that has the same arrangement of limbs. Let me just double check some stuff. So you must adopt a form that has right, a basic yep. arrangement of limbs. You turn into one of those weird creatures. And I'm going to give chase. I'm going to see where they're going. All right. Uh, they use movement and dash to get 60 feet ahead of you. So they're cool. pretty far. That's fine. I'll catch up. I can. I got a 120-foot move speed. So, I mean, not. I have a 120-foot dark vision, so I just want to get, like... All right. an idea of where so you're the, going. you're the same height as them, so you're trying to follow their path through the grass yeah. and try to spot them through the grass. So give me a perception check while you're running. Sure. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah, you, you're you're following them. Okay. All right. I will add their hit points back then, just in case. All right. That's your turn then. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, moving in dash, another 60 feet. One of these, just, they just keeps sprinting. Uh, the Mangler did not recharge its, uh, Flurry of Claws, so it is going to make two claw attacks instead. One at Enoch. And... Isn't it still laughing? Oh, that's right. Fuck. So it's a, so it's a <laughs> it is a wisdom save at the end of its turn, or start of its, it's turn. It's a wisdom 14. Start or end of its turn? It was the end. End of its turn. Uh, nope, still laughing. Yep. Uh, one of these other little tiny things still doing the same. Sixty nice. feet, sixty feet up ahead, gone. Uh, so Enoch, it's your turn. You, um, saw, you, saw gra- you saw gravel turn into one of those things, and then just sprint off into the grass after the uh, little tiny things that ran away. Uh, as he's bringing the morning star down, and he is going straight for that face. All right. Um, it is with advantage. It will make another save when it gets damage. Yeah, might not matter. Okay, so that's 18 plus 5 is 23. Hits. Okay, that is... Oof, come on, roll good, roll good. Oh, wait. Uh, from Tasha's hideous laughter, it does not fall prone. It stays standing upright, but laughing. Oh, okay, is, well, is, either it, way, it's It still... is immune to the prone condition. Oh. 
Oh, oh, so but it's still laughing though, correct? Yeah, so, so it's still incapacitated. Nice. So yes. it's like bending backwards, laughing. No, it is. Stand, it is standing completely upright and just going, <laughs> but completely just Gross. incapacitated. Okay, I'll great. Again, I it doesn't ever roll. sleep. It does okay, not. That, was a, that was a not as good. Uh, Fourteen plus five is still a nineteen, though. I rerolled because of the advantage. It's still advantage because it's still incapacitated because Natasha's hideous laughter. Oh, okay. So you still then, yeah, then, regardless. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So six plus five is eleven. Yep. Piercing damage. All right. It's gonna roll up wisdom save again, and it got a fifteen. Yeah. So it's not laughing anymore. <laughs> And it just stares right at Enoch, Good. but where you hit it, hit it like in the face. It's a little caved in, and there's blood. There's like purplish blood that's also kind of the same texture, as, like the same shimmering texture as the comet, kind of leaking out of its forehead. Uh, and he's gonna yell out to Lindak, Lindak, follow Gravel. <clears throat> that's gonna be my turn. All right, Chaucer, movement, dash, another 60 feet away. Uh, actually, no, he's going senses like things are fine, looks down, starts eating a potato that he finds in the field nearby. Uh, yeah, movement and dash, 60 feet for another one of these things. Uh, that'll bring us to Umbra, who's st still standing in front of this, beside this uh, weird oh, creature. Jesus. Yeah, let's, let's finish it off, Umbra. Uh, that is... 18 plus hits real damage well okay just oh, kind yeah. of like gets on its back hooves and sends two kicks towards its head yeah i rolled max damage there that's two four so eight plus three i think okay oh, one second yeah uh it, it, yeah it's eight plus three it's 11 how do you another want, 11 how does umbra want to do this he's going to hoof it <laughs> and as he comes down he's going to come down on top and he's just going to keep on trampling the trampling the face the paste the, yeah, the head just... Okay. Uh, so as it's happening, more of that like same kind of sheen texture that's on the blood, color colorization uh, of this blood is the same as the comet. Just starts like spraying up and splattering on the tree. Uh, but it is effectively dead. Anything else? For, uh, for uh, Umbra? No? Nope. Okay. nope. That'll bring us to Varga. Nothing uh, else is, is there in this anything to hit? There is not. Gravel ran off after the others that ran away. All right, Varga is Gravel's just currently, going to... Gravel's currently uh, 50 feet away from everybody. Varga's just going to stand there and snort a little bit and stomp her feet, but that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, another one of these things. Movement dash to get 60 feet total away from Gravel. Uh, that'll bring it to Lindak. Okay... Uh, I'm going to run my echo 30 feet towards where gravel went, and then I'm going to um, teleport to it. Okay. And then I'm going to run 30 feet. Okay. And then can I use my action to dash another 30 feet? <laughs> nice. you, can, you can use your action to dash 20 feet to get side by side with gravel. Because at this All point right. he'd be twenty feet away from you. Um, but they okay. I'm not sure if that's what I want to do because I don't think that's what Gravel would want me to do. He's trying to. You don't know what Gravel sneak. wants you to do. 
and Enoch told me to go after Gravel. What are you doing? I'm just going to stand beside Gravel. Okay. You, can you tell it's Gravel? Or does that look like a bad Oh, that's guy right. It looks like one of the... It looks like... Sorry, yeah. It looks like... Okay. No, they uh, also... In they that all case, saw, they I might want to stomp on Hold on, hold on. You all saw Gravel take that disguise, though. Oh, did we? Okay. Then, but, yeah, but I... Which one of these is... You assume that one's Gravel, because it's, like, lagging behind. And it's not attacking me so far. I don't know. Well, it hasn't had a turn yet. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Okay. I'm just going to stand by the one I think is Gravel. All right. Uh, the one that's heavily wounded is still going to do 30-30, or 30, 30, so 60 feet away. You can see them moving through the grass, but because, again, the grass is tall, they're still technically considered obscured in the grass. Uh, that'll bring it to Talindra. Uh, so the guy's down and everyone else is running away. Uh, just um, Lindak. No, I mean, but the bad guys are all running away. Yes. I'm, I'm just going to stay where I am and I'll... Can I hold hold my movement? Well, you can't no. hold movement. You can only hold actions. I can only hold actions. Okay, I'm just gonna. Well, I'm you just can gonna hold the dash action. I'll hold the I'll hold the dash action in okay. in case like everyone starts moving in one direction. Okay. Like all of my friends start moving in one direction, I'll hold it for that. All right, that'll bring us back to the top with gravel. You see Lindak stop right beside you. Uh, do I see where the one that Talindra hurt, the one that's close to on death's door? Perception check. Because okay. they're still relatively far ahead compared to you. He's bleeding, right? Yeah. Um, that's a 21. 21? Yeah, you can see a weird same kind of blood trail similar to the comet. But did I see him? No, you just see the blood trail on the ground. Alright, I move 25 feet in that direction. Do I see him? Nope. They're still really obscured by this grass. Bonus action dash. Do I okay. see him? Just the back end of him. Cool. I want to use my action to uh, fire a non-lethal arrow. All right. To... So it's uh, technically disadvantaged because it is obscured. All right. Because of the grass. That one. All right. So into the ground. That's my turn. All right. Uh, that'll bring it to the ones in the lead. Uh, yeah, another 30, 30, gone. Uh, that brings it back to the Mangler. Oh, I didn't see if it recharged that on this last turn. It did recharge it. Oh, no, it's dead. Sorry. Never mind. I was like, wait. Yeah, never mind. Uh -oh. It's dead. Uh, that'll bring it to one of the other, uh, these Grues. And the other Gru is just going to go 30, 30 to get away. Uh, bring it to Enoch. Um, shit. You can see, what, you can see, like, you don't, have dark vision never mind uh, you can see like shit. a vague shape standing in the field yeah he's I mean there's yeah, I mean there's nothing he could really do um, he's gonna heal himself he's gonna put five points of healing into himself for his action and then uh he's gonna go stand at the edge of the fire and just or like by the fire just keep an eye out for that figure that's out in the field okay uh chaucer's still eating some potatoes in the field about 90 feet away uh to bring up to one of these other grooves it's just gonna get 30 30 to keep moving that'll bring us to umbra yeah umbra's gonna 
move away and huff a bit and then go get some water because he did some work. Okay. That'll bring it to Varga. Varga's going to follow Umbra over to the creek and drink the water. Okay. That'll bring it to one of these other grooves, 30-30. That'll bring it to Lindak. You just see gravel, well, you see what you assume to be gravel, possibly. Sprint, shoot an arrow, miss, or sprint ahead, shoot an arrow, and then, you know, move ahead about 50 feet. Okay. Uh, Movement and uh, action dash, just enough to get up to... Okay. Uh, how far ahead of gravel would the one be? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet still? Okay, no, I'm just going to go up to where gravel is. Okay. That'll bring it to the one in front of gravel. It's just going to go 30-30. So it's, uh, so it's 90, 120 feet away. Uh, that'll bring it to Talindra. So at this point... Uh, where's Enoch and all this? Because I know they're he's standing, running. He, he's kind of just standing at the edge of the field, kind of looking out at it. Oh, he's okay, sitting by I'll... the campfire, looking out at the field. I'll, I'll stay with him then. Oh, okay. Anything yeah. else? Like any stuff? Or just uh, stay and chill? I, I'm just chilling. Yeah. All right. Gravel. Movement dash. Can all I right. See it? Uh, again, obscured, but yes. I'll take another shot. Okay, with disadvantage. 25. And not lethal, correct? Yeah. Alright. So, roll damage. Alright, that's a d6. Four plus four. Eight damage. Alright, the arrow kind of sinks into the back of its knee, and it drops onto the ground, prone. Cool. I used all of my movement to get correct. to where I'm at, so I can't do anything. Yep. Uh, Alright. That'll bring it to the other ones that are ahead of that one. They don't give a shit about it. They're just going to keep doing their 30-30s. Uh, so yeah, 30-30, 30-30, Enoch. You saw the shape in the field just move closer into the field, like towards the direction those things ran off to. It's probably... It's gonna... you, you know it's probably Lindak. Yeah, he's going to pick up... He's going to grab a torch and he's going to into the fire uh, to the end essentially and he's going to start holding it and moving okay. forward a bit man imagine if people had mounts <laughs> oh yeah he 100% can't see so he's not going to trust that that's right horses don't have dark vision either yeah. uh, pothole alright he's going to go about 30 feet <laughs> as far as he can go 30 okay. feet and he's going to hold yeah, the 15, torch yeah. up. torches I believe have a 15 foot light radius uh, he wants to be more like a beacon, so that if yeah, they I'm need to come back... Up, I'm looking up torches right now. Yeah, torches are 20 bright, 20 dim. All right, so you can see Lindak. Okay, yeah, no, he's doing it more as a can't. means of Never being mind. a... Because Lindak... Yeah, he's going to do it just more as a means of making sure that they know right. where to come back to. You all can, like, out of the like, corner of your eyes, you can see, like, a Enoch standing in the field with a huge torch up in the air, like a beacon. Uh, all right. Um... Chaucer still eating potatoes. Uh, yeah, dash dash gone. Umbra still drinking water. Yep, still chilling. Uh, Varga still drinking water. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, they can't really be given commands this far away anyway. Uh, movement dash. Lindak. Uh, Lindak is going to move up to where Gravel is and say, "Do you want me to fetch him?" Okay, so it's 
for you it's movement dash again to get to gravel. Uh, it, I would still have about ten feet left or something. His yeah, his motion movement. But those things, twenty five. Yeah, so uh, I can move like a little farther yes. ahead of gravel. Yeah, so if gravel wants me to. So the closest one is sixty feet away, still, and obscured okay. in the grass. But it's that's the one that gravel took out non-lethally, and it's laying on the ground. So right. you actually you can't see it from your height. Okay. Because this grass is very tall. That's it then. Okay. Uh, that one's still breathing. Uh, so Talindra, same thing. Still doing what you're doing. Yeah, just chilling. All right. Vinlock, <laughs> gravel. Uh, he's gonna look over to Lindak and be like, uh, uh, I took one out right over there. See what you can learn from him. I'm gonna see if I can't take his place for a moment. And he's gonna okay. take off ahead. Okay. Movement so dash. Movement dash. All right. Uh, you can see you're getting closer to the road with that dash action. You're about maybe still like a good uh, 60 feet out. No. They're almost at the road. Uh, so you would be 120 feet out from the road. Cool. Uh, just so that you know, he's essentially just going to try and see if he can at least maintain or catch up if at all is possible and see what direction they're going and what's going on. Okay. Alright. Yeah, they're just going straight to the road, uh, basically. Uh, Alright, yeah, movement dash. That one gets onto the road that you can see. You can now see, like, you can't really see it on the road because the grass is still obscuring things, but you get the sense that's where they're going. Uh, that one, again, that one gets to the road. Enoch, you're still in the middle of the field holding up the torch. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Chaucer's still eating potatoes, because why not? Uh, yeah, to the road. I assume the horses are still drinking water. We're eating grass. All right. Boom, boom. Uh, yeah, movement dash to get further away. Lindak. Uh, manifest echo 15 feet ahead of me towards where I think I saw that thing drop. Perception check. Yeah, Gravel pointed it out before leaving. All right, never mind then. Yeah, he pointed it out, so never mind with the perception check. You teleport your echo right there. Is he only 15 feet ahead of me? Oh, no, he's way farther away than that. Yeah, he's that's 60, what I He's 60 feet away. 60 feet. Okay, so Manifest Echo 15 feet in front of me. Yep. Uh, have him run 30 feet, and then um, that's all I can do. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can't teleport till my next turn. All right. Talindra, still doing what you're okay. doing? Okay. Yeah. Gravel. Yeah, like I was saying. Move and dash. All right, so on. I said 120 from the road. You're now 70 feet from the road. And just looking through like this thick grass, you can see some of them kind of standing just in a circle on the road. And there's a spot missing in that circle. Mm -hmm. So you can assume the one that you took out non-lethally back there is the one that was supposed to take that spot. Uh, and now they're all just waiting in the road. So boom, boom, Enoch. Oh, uh, if that's the, I'm gonna use my if I'm if that's what I see, uh, I'm gonna use my action to. Uh, no, that's super... that's what happens when you like that's your full movement to get to there, and then you see it once you get to where you just move and dash to. Right, great. So I have an action left. 
I thought, yes, you sorry, your, I, thought, I thought you used your action to dash. Bonus action to dash. Oh, Bonus sorry. Action. Yes. Okay, yeah, you, so you have your action then. Uh, so I'm going to superficially, um, you can take out many points of health off you want, but I'm going to superficially like cut my leg and make it look like I, I got hit and that's why I'm lagging behind. Uh, roll me a d4 and add three. Or wait, no. Hold on. Looking at their damage. Yeah. Roll me a d4 and just add one to the damage. So three damage. Okay, so you yeah, you cut yourself somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's what I do when I see what what's going on. Okay. I'm preparing myself to like so take the spot. For all of them have, were never hit once, aside mm -hmm. from the one that you took with the arrow in the back, mm -hmm. in the leg. Okay. Uh, Enoch, you're still standing in the field with your torch out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. he doesn't know what's going on, so he's just gonna stand. Chaucer's there and... eating a lot of potatoes. Uh, and falls asleep. Uh, that'll bring it. Yeah, all the grues they're just standing in the circle. The horses, just for the sake of sanity, are probably still eating and drinking. Yep. All right, Lindak. Uh, he should only be like fifteen feet away from. Yeah, me and now. that's you can start to see like the colors kind of flaring in your eyes and stuff. Okay, I am going to teleport to where my echo is, fifteen feet away from him. Okay. Uh, which cost me 15 feet, and then I'm going to run 15 feet up to him. Yep, it's on the ground, face down, with an arrow sticking through it, the back of its knee. Okay, is he still alive, like he's uh, awake, conscious? Conscious, yeah, he has, did not go unconscious. Okay. Oh, no, wait, yes, it would be unconscious, because it was uh, non-lethal, yeah. Okay, I am actually then going to uh, pick it up and throw it over my shoulder and start heading All right. back. You, okay. You pick it up heading over your back. shoulder. I've and... got no movement left. So yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, you pick it up over your shoulder. I forgot That's these lights action. aren't visible. They're only visible in the mind of people affected by it. I almost said they saw you. Uh, all right, uh, cool. Uh, That's, it's yeah, it's on your back. Talindra, still doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gravel. Yeah. How close do I get? Uh, I had to double check. You're still 70 feet out from the road. All right. Now I'm 30 feet? 20, if you move it in 20, damage. Yeah, 20, yeah. All right, so you're 20 feet out from the road, but you're out of the grass, so they can see you now. Yeah. And as soon as they see you, they all say... Quiak hoyan fear. I'm going to make a grunting noise and gesture to my leg. Okay. Then they say it again. We ain't going for ya. They're gesturing to the empty spot in the circle. Uh, well, that was, I mean... That's all your movement. Yeah. Yeah, I can't get over to it yet, so... Okay. Is that your turn, then? Yeah. Well, can, for my action, can I get an insight as to, like what like can i read their body language at all as they're to, all like... standing relatively still in a circle and just chittering away with each other saying those same words like you know right. wake you up I... yeah okay so it's more of like an impatience yes that they're saying that with okay. yes not not like like, like where the f like where the fuck were you we were told to flee kind of deal and yeah. you just towards the leg but it okay. doesn't seem like they care really Alright, that, yeah, that, uh, 
Yeah, so uh, if I can't really do any type of... Do I see anything in the circle that they're forming? Nope, nothing at all, just the road. Okay. All right, that's my turn. All right, start of their turn, because technically whatever. Uh, they keep saying, they start chanting at this point, and you get the sense they're waiting for you to join the chant. Yeah. But they're still starting the chant, and they're saying, Tell Wormsil and Ro will coim. Tell Wormsil and tell, coim? Tell Wormsil and Ro will Coim. T E L apostrophe worm, Sillen, S I L L E N R O will, C O I M E. Uh, tell Sillen. Tell worm Sillen Row. Will coin. And we'll see how good you can mimic their speech. Alright, cool. Uh, but that's what they're doing. They're chanting. So, chanting, chanting, Enoch. You can hear the chanting coming from... Uh, yeah, it's really loud chanting. You can hear it coming from the distance, and you're still holding the torch in the middle of the field. Okay. And uh, that whole charade is very far away. Okay, but hearing that... That's a very accurate charade. There's a panic. Uh, or not a panic, but there's a suspicion. Oh, fuck, it's um, He is going to... I don't know. Can he hold his action to mount Umbra as Umbra runs by? How is Umbra going to know that? To come over? Well, he's going to call him. Okay. He's going to tell him to come. All right. And he's going to like sure. essentially hold it to hop. Yep. All right. You can hold your action to hop on. It's half okay. movement to get onto a horse, though, onto a mount, just so you know. Okay. That's fine. I'm just messaging the next game to tell people, please don't hop in Zoom yet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what time it was. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Chaucer's still eating potatoes. Oh, he's fall. He fell asleep. Uh, yeah, chanting. <laughs> uh, Umbra starts to, like, gallop over towards you using full move. Uh, how much movement speed? Uh, 60 feet of movement speed on a horse. Yeah, just gallops right over to you in one movement. He's going to mount all right. the horse then. You only commanded it to come, unfortunately, so it's not going to dash. That's right. Yeah, he's going to command it forward. All right. Varga Next. is... What's Varga doing? Uh, as soon as Umbra left, Forces have Varga an would have... Forces have an intelligence of two, by the way. Aura. Just letting y'all know. And Varga wasn't commanded, so Varga would most likely still be doing what they were doing. Horses are also uh, heard, but anyway, as uh, Umbra left, Varga would have perked up and looked, but probably would have went right back to eating again. Okay. Lindak. Can Lindak see the road from where he is? Can he see what's going on? Uh, how far the... is your dark vision? Um, sixty. Uh, sixty. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. Dim looks bright, and nope. after that, nope. it's dim light. Nope. Okay, then he is just going to start marching back towards camp. Okay. M movement and dash, or just walking? Yeah, might as well. Okay. 60 feet. Yeah. All right. Uh, with the thing on your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, Talindra, you see Enoch get onto uh, Umbra. 
Um, can I see Lindak from here? I have a 120 um, dark vision. No. Oh, wait. Yes, because Lindak dashed. Okay. If I see Lindak, I'm going to stay... If I see him coming back, I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. And just wait for him to come back. Gravel. Move into position. All right. Tell Worm, Selenro Row, Will Coin. All right. As you join to complete the chant, yeah. a beam... Not a beam of light, sorry. Uh, you see little pieces of comet sort of drift out of the pockets of, well, not pockets, but like the creatures like open up their hands and little pieces of the comet start to come out. Nice, I still have some on my chest. Yeah, so the dust that, that, was, that was dusted <laughs> there, that kind of forms into another piece and that piece aim goes into the middle of the circle and all these pieces of the comet start to swirl in the circle like rapidly, like and the chant keeps going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And all the pieces of the comet interlock together. And as soon as that happens, the comet explodes. Mm-hmm. And then a little wormhole opens up where the comet exploded. And you watch as all of these little creatures all start disintegrating one by one. Just cool. But you don't. And stepping, you see something beginning to like walk through the like on the other. Looking, are you looking through this wormhole by any chance? I pretty hard not to at this point. Okay. <laughs> so you do see like you're looking into another plane of existence, but you don't know mm-hmm. which one it is. Uh, you get the sense it's a one-way plane, so if you somehow got pulled in, you wouldn't go there. Like it can't. You, it's a one-way ticket, but from the other side. Uh, very also mirror like like it's very like a refracted mirror almost image in this uh, in this um, rift wormhole uh, and through the wormhole you can see creatures kind of just flying around like massive spherical creatures with weird tenderless eye stalks kind of just floating around in space mm-hmm. um, you see other creatures floating around you don't make sense but in the distance behind this castle that's kind of floating on a rock you see this massive massive worm made of shadow kind of coiling around a building and just peering out the wormhole and as you're standing there um, something begins to walk through the wormhole like it it appears in front of the wormhole and slowly starts to make its way through Uh, it's wearing long flowing red robes and like a golden like kind of cloak stitched into these robes with long hanging yellow sleeves uh, it's holding a staff of which worms coil around the staff like continuously. Like they fall from the bottom of the staff, but then somehow get pulled back to the top of the staff and just continue their descent down this staff. Um, it has a white mask on of pure porcelain with facial features, and there are worms like coiling and cascading behind the mask and in the robes. And the creature slowly begins to come out of the wormhole. What are you doing? It's about six feet tall, uh, and it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And these things summoned it. I guess I did too. Technically, yes. Uh, can I tell if this thing has like 
wormy stuff going on with it. Yeah, I said it has worms coiling behind the mask and all throughout mm -hmm. its robes, and its staff is constantly billowing worms that fall out the bottom, get magically somehow back to the top, and start to crawl down the staff again. It is filled with worms. Yeah. I guess Gravel's just gonna say... Draxus? It shakes its head slowly and begins to raise a hand. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't have anything for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything for that. I don't have, like, any spells or anything. You can run away. <laughs> oh, well, then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't... I didn't yeah. Like, All right. So you like, bounce. Yeah. So it turns and just sees you run away, but doesn't really take much interest in you, essentially. Uh, but it kind of tilted its head when you said Thraxis. You get the sense, probably not its name. Uh, and it turns to the wormhole, and it starts speaking aloud that everyone hears. And it says... Tell Wormsil and Rona coming, tell Seal has been Oyastia. And it says it in rapid succession, that no one can really decipher what it is. And it takes the staff, raises it, and that wormhole opens a little bigger before swirling and closing shut. And Gravel, you turn around to like look as you're running away, and that mage-like entity mm -hmm. gone. Cool. And that's where we're going to end the session for the week. Man. Oh boy. Ay, ay, ay. I will show you. Uh, I don't want to show you guys an image because it might spoil what it is. But yeah. That's our session of Legends Wild Mount for the week. Sorry I went so long, everybody, because Beneath the Tide's in like seven minutes. Uh, that might be starting a little later, probably like 10 Sorry, that might have been my fault. It's all good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you guys are at a total of 77 miles now out of your trip. 258 left to go to Amber Crossroads, 273 yeah. to go to Druvenload, roughly. Um, so, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back here next week, I believe. Yes, for the continuation. And for you all to discuss whatever the fuck that was so good night everybody <laughs> <laughs>